Hey, amazing parents, welcome to the Parenting Teen Solutions podcast, where we explore the challenges and joys of raising teenagers in today's world. I am your host, Fina Chichi, and I'm thrilled to have you join us for another episode packed with valuable insights and practical solutions. You and I know that parenting teenagers can be a wild roller coaster ride full of twists and turns. But here on this podcast, we're committed to helping you navigate this exciting journey. We believe that with the right knowledge, tools, and support, you can not only survive, but actually thrive during these transformative years. Whether you're a parent, a guardian, a mentor, or anyone invested in the well-being of teens, you will find something here to inspire, inform, and empower you. Each episode, we bring you with actionable advice to help you build that stronger relationship and connection with your teenagers and foster their growth into confident, resilient individuals. So if you've ever wondered how to communicate effectively with your teens, manage those tricky conflicts, navigate the challenges of technology and social media, or simply find moments of joy and connections amidst the chaos, you have come to the right place. We're here to provide you with the strategies and support you need. But before we dive into today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss an, an, an update. And if you find our content valuable, please leave us a review. Your feedback helps us reach more parents and, care, and caregivers who can benefit from our insights. <laughs> now let's get started with another episode of the Parent and Teens podcast. Stay tuned for an engaging conversation um, that will leave you feeling inspired, equipped, to tackle the challenges of parenting teens head on. Hey, amazing parents, how are you all doing today? So what I want to share with you is I want to share a topic on the sense of self for our young people. And where I'm coming from is now that our young people are heading back to school, most of them have headed back to school for the new term. One of the things that I know that will help them through their journey, this new school term, is having a very healthy sense of self. And where do we come into play? Actually, why is it even very important? It's very important because their sense of self is actually what was going to, it actually contributes to their self-confidence, their self-esteem. It helps them in making those decisions, making those choices between right and wrong. Having a healthy self-esteem gives them that confidence that we all know that they need and that would help them navigate their journey through school. So the question now is how do we, where do we come into place? Where, how do we help nurture that sense of self? And for parents, we have a lot to contribute to in terms of our children building up their sense of self. Our words, our actions and our reactions all contribute to whether our children's sense of self will be healthy or unhealthy. One of the biggest ways to actually help um, nurture that is by actively listening to them. 
when we actively listen to them, they feel heard and they feel understood. And those two things actually go hand in hand with actually helping to build that sense of self within them. When they feel heard, then they have more confidence to do things. They have more confidence to be able to say no when their friends or their peers tell them to do stuff that they know is wrong. That is what we want to help our children to be able to build, that sense of self, so that when they go out there and they have to make these choices that they make without us being there, they can make the better choices. Having the confidence and not being afraid of if their friends will disappoint them or if their friends will reject them. They have that confidence, internal confidence within them to know that, you know what, this is wrong. This is right. This is wrong. I'm not going to go for it. This is right. That's what I'm going to do, irrespective of other people not doing it as well. So active listening is very is a very big part. The second part I want to say here is unconditional love. And I know a lot of times when I think about saying it, I'm always thinking, but parents might think, well, they love their children unconditionally. There's no, there's no, there's no question about that. And yes, we all do love our children um, unconditionally. But I'm looking from the children's point of view. Sometimes the children can do stuff and we react in certain ways and our children will make conclusions that we don't love them. We've never told them we don't love them, but they just conclude that we don't love them. And they actually believe that conclusion they've made unless proven otherwise. So we've got to be mindful of the way we talk to them, even in times when they do wrong things. Because in times when they do wrong things, rather than correct them and we criticize them and shout at them, yell at them and not forgive them very easily or bring back things that they've done in the past, for to those, those things for a child, especially for teenagers, they would just conclude that they're not loved. They conclude they're not loved and that's it. And unfortunately for us, we don't get to hear those conclusions. Sometimes we hear them. Sometimes they just internalize them and just say, you know what? This woman doesn't love me. This man doesn't care. And then they, all their choices are then based from that belief. So unconditional love just means loving them irrespective of what they do. Even as we correct those behaviors, loving them through correcting those behaviors. Really, really important. And then the third one I've got here is for us to actually encourage independence. For our children to have a healthy sense of self, we've got to learn to encourage independence where we're not overdoing things for them all the time. We've got to let them be. We've got to let them start doing things for themselves. It really helps them develop that sense of self. And number four that I've got here is practice empathy. Always encourage it. Encourage them to be empathetic to people. You also show that empathy as well. Very, very important. Because when they can learn to put themselves in other people's shoes, when they can learn to be considerate and compassionate, then it actually helps them as well build that sense of self. Like, okay, you know what? I can do this for someone. I can be there for someone. And it helps them with their relationships and their friendships as well. So those are keys. But irrespective of the fact that I've shared what we can do to nurture them, there's some things that we might be doing that might be getting in the way of helping them to nurture that sense of self. And one of them, I think I mentioned a little bit of it there, is being um, um, do, just being overprotective. Like we're doing everything for them. We want to make sure that they don't get hurt. We want to make sure, you know, overprotecting them can get in the way 
of them building up a sense of self. So as, as our children are growing, we need to learn to start letting go rather than trying to be in everything and trying to control everything. We've got to start to let go. As children become older teenagers, it, we, we need to move from control to collaboration. All right. Okay. And then the second one is overcritical. Being overcritical in our behavior and in our words gets in the way of helping them to build that sense of self. And sometimes we think, oh, we've got to, but we've got to let them know we've got, you can let them know, you can correct them without being critical. We don't have to be critical. We can correct them without being critical because a lot of times the criticism comes from a place of anger and a place of frustration so that criticism is then laced with so many unfiltered words that we regret we end up regretting so i always tell parents don't go to the criticizing point because many of us don't know how to constructively criticize if we could constructively criticize, then go for it. But many of us, many parents don't know how to do that. Many parents criticize from a place of anger, from a place of frustration. So it never comes out well. It never comes out well. So being overcritical can get in the way of building up our children's sense of self. The third one I've got here is comparisons. The more we compare our children to their friends or to their siblings, the more they lose a sense of who they are, the more they lose confidence about who they are, the more they're not able to nurture that sense of self because we're comparing them to other people. So it's really, really key that we avoid comparing, even though we mean it in a motivational way that we want to motivate them. Yes, you can motivate them. You can talk about the skill you're trying to motivate them with, but you don't have to call other people's names in that conversation. Oh, why can't you read like John? Why can't you do this like Susan? We don't need to do that. We're not, that's not motivational at all. And it always has very negative effects, especially among siblings. You start seeing that siblings, there are these sibling rivalries that start to happen, fractured sibling relationships start to happen when we compare. Um, so it's not fair on the other sibling that you're actually comparing your other sibling, your other child with. It's not fair on them because they get the brunt of it all. And so that's not fair. Okay. And then the fourth one I've got here is imposing our personal goals. And that really is a lot of uh, teenagers and older teenagers. They, they see that a lot where parents are trying to impose their own personal goals. Oh, I want you to do this. or I want you to do that in terms of careers. When I hear that, I'm still surprised that parents are, are still wanting to stare um, stare the wheels on the careers that their children, um, are going to, are, are planning to do. I'm, I'm still, I, I get surprised when I hear that from young people that their parents are still trying to, um, stare the way and say, Oh, I, I want you to do this. This is what we do in the family. But that's, if that's not what the child wants to do, there's no need to force the child to do something just because that's our own personal goals. And that's not fair on the child because every child is different. And they don't need to do what your dream was. If that was your dream to be a doctor or if, that, or if that was your dream to be an engineer or if that was your dream to see your children all become, you know, engineers or doctors or, or, or something like that. It's, it's, it doesn't work. A lot of kids, if they end up doing that degree just for you after that degree, they end up going to do what they really wanted to do. Um, so that, again, doesn't help them in building their sense of self. 
and and I I share these um tips that I've just shared now just to encourage all of us as parents just to be conscious of that their sense of self even in our daily interactions with them just be conscious of what is this doing to their sense of self is this building their sense of self or is this tearing up their sense of self and when you ask yourself that question that will help you in determining or you know just showing you okay Am I going a bit too far? Am I going to a bit too far to the right or a bit too far to the left? Or am I staying right there in the middle where I need to be? Um, so it just makes you um, be reflective of your actions, of your words and of your reactions. Our children having a healthy sense of self will really, really help them as they navigate through their journey um, in school and beyond school. And it's a lovely uh, well, just more than lovely. It's an amazing skill to build because it's continuous. As they grow, they keep on building their sense of self at each stage that they're in. As adults as well, we keep on building our sense of self. The sense of self I had last year is not the same sense of self I have this year. It's gone up a bit. And that's the way it should go. It should always be progressing as time goes on. So that is what I thought I would share with us today. Um, the importance of helping our children nurture their sense of self and also um, things that can get in the way of nurturing that sense of self. So I trust that this has helped you a lot. Thank you so much for watching. So that's a wrap for today's episode of the Parenting Teen Solutions Podcast. We trust you found this insightful and packed with actionable steps. Um, to help you on your parenting journey. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to explore in future episodes, please reach out to us through our social media channels. We love hearing from our listeners and we actually value your inputs. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share it with fellow parents and caregivers who might actually benefit from our content. Together, we can create a community of support for those navigating the challenging and rewarding path of parenting teenagers. So as we close out today's episode, remember that you're not alone in this journey. We're all in this together. With patience, understanding, and the right resources, we can build strong connections with our teens and guide them towards a bright and successful future. Thank you again for tuning into the podcast. Until next time, Keep loving, learning, and growing together with your teens. Take care. God bless.